0: Welcome to the podcast for Gateway Baptist Church. You're listening to a message from our Logan campus. Find us at gatewaybaptist.com.au if you'd like to connect with us as we seek to change lives by following Jesus in our community, our nation, and our world. Dear Father, we thank You that we can be here this morning. God, thank You in the midst of the crazy and the chaos and the fun and the laughter and the snow. God, we thank You that You are here. Lord, we look forward to what you're gonna say to us in these moments we have to gather together to celebrate the birth of your son. So Lord, we come with open ears and open hearts for what you're about to say. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I just need to do it because the kids have been doing it for the last 20 minutes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've got it all over my hair. I've got it all over everything. uh, Kids, I've got a question for each one of you. Who's a box shaker? Now, what I mean by that is who goes to the Christmas tree, grabs the boxes, and shakes it and tries to figure out what's in the box? All right? All right, parents. Who goes to the Christmas tree, shakes the box, and tries to figure out what's in the present? I remember as a little kid, and kids, this is a moment where you do, you don't do as I say, alright? So I remember as a little kid, I remember shaking the different boxes and liking the, the presents in some of the different boxes better than the, the, sorry, the, the sounds in my own box. So I remember swapping the tags on some of the different presents, which backfired badly, but that's okay. You see, every single one of us love the excitement of a really big box with a name on it that says our name on it. Every one of us love a big present like that. I remember the year when I got the biggest box out of my whole family. I remember, you know, I look at all the different size boxes around the place, and mine was a box about this size. And I was so excited, so I waited till the very end, and I remember breaking open the box and then pulling out of the box a school bag and a pair of school shoes, which really wasn't, with that be exciting, kids? A school bag and a pair of school shoes for Christmas? no. No, I was was about excited as all of you are looking at me as excited. You see, each one of us, we can't judge a gift by its size. You see, some of the most special and significant presents are wrapped in the most unexpected packages. What we're going to look at in these these few moments, I've got 13 minutes left, Uh, in the few moments that we have this morning, the title is simply this, that Changes everything. See, we're gonna look this morning at a at a young man who found himself in that exact same situation. A moment where where the gift that he got didn't wasn't wasn't the, the gift that he expected. It was a moment when he got a gift and that changed everything. It was a gift that left him confused. It was a gift that, that left him angry. And it was a, lift that, it was a gift that left him uh, qu- trying to comprehend what on earth was happening. But out, after that gift, he encountered an angel. And what happened from that is he made a tough decision, and it played and as a result of that one tough decision, it changed the course of history. And he played a significant role in the greatest story ever told. This morning, we're going to meet a, ma- a young man by the name of Joseph. Or we're going to call him Joe this morning, and we're going to read it we're going to meet a young woman by the name of Mary. And here they are and they're betrothed. We kind of don't quite understand in today's day and age what betrothal was. But betrothal was kind of like engagement, but it lasted for 12 months. However, in the eyes of the community that they lived in, and in the eyes of the law, they were legally married, except except that they still lived with their own parents and there was no quality time. Kids, you're going to have to talk to your parents about what that means later. And so there was no quality time for Mary and Joseph. But finally, they came to that moment where they were going to make the decision and they were going to make that declaration. And then something happened and it changed everything. So we're going to read together from, from Matthew chapter 1 and it's going to be on the screen behind me and it says this. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His Mary, sorry, his mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but they came but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant with the holy spirit. I'm going to stop and pause there for a second and I'm going to say that changes everything. Now, we don't know exactly how this moment happened, but can you imagine putting yourselves in their shoes? I mean, this seems like one of the most crazy, soapy stories. If you're old enough to remember Jerry Springer, it kind of sounds like the most ridiculous and crazy Jerry Springer episode. And I was thinking about it just this weekend, and if it was me, and in my mind, it kind of went a little bit like this. On this side, you've got Joseph. On this side, you've got Mary. And Mary comes up to Joseph, one day and she's kind of kicking the snow, except it wasn't snow, it would have been dust, but it's kind of kicking the snow and sort of seeming a little bit awkward. And then she looks at Joe and she says something like this, hey handsome, good looking husband, Joseph forgiving, Oh, Marty, wow, do you know you're really, really good looking? Have I ever told you that you're really good looking, forgiving, uh, handsome, forgiving, tall, dark, and handsome, forgiving, kind of husband, amazingly forgiving and gracious and generously forgiving and kind and loving? Did I say you're a good looking, forgiving man? Okay. And Joseph kind of stands on this side going, Mary, what do you want about? And Mary goes, well, hey, I've got some news for you. He goes, well, well what are you talking about, Mary? And Mary goes, well, you know what? Um, you know how we've been talking about having like four kids one day? And, and and then Joseph goes, well, yeah, but what are you talking about? And he goes, well, you know, like I was just kind of thinking, well, what are you thinking about? What have you done, Mary? And then Mary goes, whoa whoa, 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 I haven't done anything. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. Why would you think I've done anything? Did you talk to Jane? Who's Jane? And why would you? Why, what? Actually, you know what? I know who Jane is. And why is she? Why should you talk to me? Well, you know, like, you know those four kids I was talking about? Well, like, I, we, 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 and we were talking about having four kids. Well, surprise, guess what? Guess what? We've, actually, it's not so much we, it's kind of more like me. Mary, what on earth are you on about? Well, guess what? I'm pregnant! You what? I'm, pr- I'm with child. Really? Whose is it? It's kind of complicated. It's not that complicated. No, no, seriously. Actually, I don't know which side I'm on now. I'm on Joseph. Actually, I think Joseph's on this side, isn't he? Uh, no, no, seriously. Mary, you're pregnant. Whose, whose kid is it? No, seriously. You need to tell me whose it is, because I'm going to hunt him down. You know what, Mary? Of all people, you are the one I would have least expected to have got yourself in this situation. Mary, if that is, if if you're pregnant, really? Are you pregnant? Yeah, look. Actually, it's for this side. uh, Are you pregnant? Yes, I am. You know what, Mary? That's it. I'm done. It's over. And he he storms off. Now, I want to ask you a question this morning. If you... Would, Joe, what would you do? Let's continue reading from verse 19. It says this. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her in public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after this, he can, can sit uh, sorry, but after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, "Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to marry Mary as your wife, because of what is conceived as her is from the Holy Spirit, and she will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save the people from their sins." All of this took place to fulfill the fulfillment of what the Lord had said to his prophets. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home to be his wife. But, she, but he did not consummate their marriage until until she gave birth to her son and they gave him the name Jesus now i don't know about you but that changes everything i mean in just a few moments joseph's world has been flipped upside down and inside out and every other way You know, the the gift that he'd been given was a a gift that was going to change his life. But I want to suggest this morning that it's not just a gift that changed his life, but it has the potential to change our lives. You see, we all know the story about baby Jesus. We all know the story about baby Jesus in the manger, the, the, the feeding trough with the wise men and the angels and, and, you know, the donkey and the goats and the cockroaches and the whatever else was in this, in this farm. And, and, and the wise men were there and the star was there in the sky and the angels were there. And then there was Mary and Joe. We see, we all know the story, don't we? We all know how it plays out. But we know, and we know that in this season, that this is a season where we should be focusing on Jesus. But if you're anything like me in this crazy and chaotic season that is leading up to Christmas, with all the different things going on, it plays against focusing us on Jesus. You see, I remember a couple of weeks ago, the, the pressure was on. We were setting up the Christmas lights around the house and we're setting up off the eaves the, off the of the house and the pressure was on to get the right colours and then the pressure was on to get the right sequence of flashing because we can't have the flashing out and then we had to set up the Christmas tree and then we had the, the tinsel and the baubles and the decoration and they all had to match and it had to be symmetrical and the kids wrecked it because they moved it all and then and we had issues in our house and then there's, then there's going to, by the presence. And not just any present, but the right presence. You know, we get the right present from the right person because you don't get the wrong present for the right present. Other way around. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. And you know, and then there's all the then you got the staff lunches, and then you got family Christmas lunches and family meals and family Christmas events. And then you've got all the crazy people in the car parks at the shopping centre. And then there's the Kris Kringle presents for the people that we don't even know. you know, we didn't even know. And then the most important is sitting down and watching Home Alone with the kids, eating popcorn and whatever else we can find. And then there's the tinsel, and then there's a bauble. Does anyone else use the word bauble outside of Christmas? It is the most random word, but it's fun to say. Bauble. Just turn the person next to you say bauble. We're going to be decorating baubles outside after the service. Baubles. And so there's all of these things going on. And then there's the baked goodies. And we, could, we can continue the big long list of the things that, that we're forced into and we do at this season. But you know what, reflecting on all of these things, I've discovered that at the end of, by the end of December, we could almost have totally missed the point and stopped focusing on Jesus, the reason for the season. You see, if we aren't intentional this year, we could miss that instead of it being that changes everything, that rather that Christmas changes nothing. See, this morning, the good news is that baby Jesus changes everything. Everything, even when it wasn't what they thought, Mary and Joseph thought, even when it it wasn't what we thought, Joseph must have wondered what God was doing in all of this mess. He must have wondered what he'd done to deserve it. He must have wondered that, you know it didn't seem fair. I mean, he'd done nothing wrong. He didn't do anything wrong to get himself in this situation. And yet he was seemingly being punished with an embarrassing situation And a heart-breaking relationship breaker. But he made a choice. And he made the choice to listen to the angel. And he made a choice to stay betrothed to Mary. And it changed their lives. So I want to say to you this morning, that whatever you're walking through in life right now, you have a God that is there, and you've got a God that's been there and been through it. And He might not send an angel to speak to you, but He is going to be with you, and He's going to help you as you choose to be faithful in the tough situations. See, I I love verse 23. Verse 23 says this, "The, The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call Him Emmanuel." And I don't know if you, in fact, if you look at the screen behind you, it's gonna tell you what the answer is. I don't know if you know what the name Emmanuel means. It means God with us. Hark, listen up, which is what hark means. The good news is that God is with us. But remember, some of the most special and significant presents come wrapped in the most unexpected packages. You see, when you stop and think about it, the Christmas story, the the Christian story, truly on the surface is one of the most crazy and yet miraculous stories to have ever been told. To told about a baby that changes everything. But we've got to understand the implications. The implications are that When baby Jesus was born, everything changed. Because up until that point, it was about what we do to get right with God. It's about the things that we do and the things that we don't do that can cause a distance and a closeness to God. But then when the baby Jesus came, everything changed. The God reached down in the person the baby called Jesus. John 3.16 says this, For this is how much God loved the world. He gave His one and only unique Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish, but experience everlasting life. God did not send His Son into the world to judge and condemn the world, but to be its Savior and to rescue it. See, there's some elements of the Christmas story They're almost beyond comprehension. It's a story that requires faith to believe in. It's a story of of God coming down to earth in the form of a baby boy to save all of humanity in such an extraordinary way. But it's a story of a tremendous depth of God's love and His plan for us. See, this is the truth about the Christmas story. But you know what? If you're anything like me, in the midst of everything that's going on, we can so easily miss the gift. The gift that changes everything. A couple of years ago, there was a, a story recorded in the Washington Post. And it was a story about, uh, about a famous violin who played in a metro subway in the US. His name was Joshua Bell. Joshua Bell is arguably one of the greatest ever violinists that's ever lived. The night before this, he played in this subway. He stood on a stage, a platform like this in front of thousands of people. Each of them had paid almost $1,000 to watch him play. And as he stood in this Metro subway with a violin worth $3 million, he began to play some remarkable and beautiful music. The story goes on to talk about that that at the moments in the time that he was there, 1,070 different people walked past him. And out of the 1,070 people that walked past, only seven stopped to listen. You see, it's, it's so easy to miss the majestic in the middle of the mundane, isn't it? You see, the exact same thing happened 2,000 years ago. But this time it wasn't a violinist in a subway, but it was baby Jesus being born in a manger. And God sent His one and only Son. And He sent Him for us. And it was something that the world almost missed. And my encouragement to you, whether you've stepped foot into church for the first time or you come every single week, The encouragement to you this morning is in this Christmas season. Let's not miss the gift. The gift that changes everything. Let's not miss that gift. This morning, we've got a gift for some of you. For some of you here, maybe you've come to church for the first time or maybe you've come for many times, but you've actually not made a decision to follow Jesus. And we've got a gift for you this morning. Something that we want to celebrate with you. Something that we want to party with you. A gift for you. Because these moments, this moment changes everything. But I want to pray this morning. Let's pray together. Dearly Father, we thank You. We thank You that that Your Son, Jesus, changes everything everything. God, we thank You that that You would send Your one and only Son for someone like me, someone like us, to forgive us and to be able to set us right with You again. God, we just pray in the midst of all the crazy stuff that's going on, in the midst of the business and the, the buying and the cooking and the everything else, Lord, that we will not lose sight of the gift that changes everything. Lord, we thank You in these moments God, that you're changing people's hearts. God, that you're changing people's lives. God, let us never miss. Let us not forget the gift that changes everything. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, church, we're going to stand and we're going to uh, sing one last carol. We're going to declare one last carol. And this morning, if you would like to follow Jesus for the first time, I'm going to be down the front and we've got a gift for you that we want to put in your hands to celebrate and to partner with you as you make these next steps. Thanks, Tim. We hope you've been blessed by this message. We are a growing family and we would love to see you at one of our Sunday services because everyone who comes through our doors is welcome. You can find out more about our community and locations at gatewaybaptist.com.au.